Hi, everybody. Welcome to We're Vancouver, uh, the podcast that highlights stuff around downtown Vancouver, Washington, um, and all over Vancouver, Washington, I guess. Uh, we're here joined today with uh, our friend Mark. Mark is, is standing in for our friend Sheldon, who is, wasn't feeling good today. We miss you, Sheldon. We miss, we miss you, Sheldon. Um, he'll be back here uh, stronger than ever. Um, he's, gonna, he's actually working out. He's going to be really, really strong. He's so buff these days. And then uh, down at the end over here, we have... Hi, y'all. I'm Jeremiah. Um, as always, we are highlighting businesses here in the... I guess the Main Street Corridor, what would we call this? Uptown, I would say, downtown and stuff? Yeah, Main Street Corridor. Yeah. What would you up, uptown, uptown. 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 We're, we're yeah. officially Uptown, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So you passed 15. We're going to... Okay. Is that the line? Yeah. Is that the that's, line? That's the line. Well, there's a no man land there. This is no place in 15. We'll watch our language <laughs> so. since we're officially in Uptown. Oh, right? yeah. Right. But we're happy to have Mark here. Usually, uh, Mark is behind the camera. He's yep. one of our producers. And he is, if you didn't know, the original brain master of this whole it was his idea i didn't believe in it i said mark that's a dumb idea i don't want to do it and uh but here we are (laughs) so welcome (laughs) to this side and uh yeah and and, so uh, let's introduce our guest yeah let's let's introduce so today we wanted to bring you guys into the space that is relevant coffee um amazing 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 coffee company and we're here with the owner mitch and Mitch is and, tell us a little bit about about yourself. Tell us about how you got into coffee and, oh and about relevant. Give us. The, we have a half an hour, right? Yeah, we got. Yeah. Half an hour. <laughs> uh, all right. So bridge version. Uh, I've been in like in and out of the coffee business for 22, 23 years. Uh, I've been roasting coffee officially for like I'm about fourteen years. Wow. And um, yeah, and we are. Um, we're just about to actually celebrate our five-year anniversary as a cafe uh, in March. So um, yeah, just a little, just doing coffee. Five years as a cafe. Five years as a cafe. Yeah, and uh, I met I met you when you were roasting for another coffee company here right, in Vancouver right, before right. you even owned a, a cafe and stuff. You were the head roaster. Which yeah. one was that? Uh, uh, Torque. Torque. Do you remember oh, Torque? Oh yeah, yeah, down where Lewitt Brewing, Smoking Oak, Smoking Oak yeah, took over right. that space, right. but it was yeah. Torque Coffee, and it was a very popular, like, okay. cool, cool. It coffee. was. It was like when I first moved to Vancouver in 2012. I was, you know, uh, just like in the middle of big life change, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up in the Seattle area, um, so it was kind of my move back to the Northwest. I spent eight years prior to that in Phoenix. Oh damn! And, yeah. Know that. So uh, they, I had enough the coffee there. Oh. Well, do you need cool it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Large dose of, uh, of sunshine. I had my fill and, and yeah. came back to the, the Pacific Northwest and ended up in, in Vancouver. And uh, I really liked that. Almost immediately felt at home and fell in love with it. But Torque, going back to Torque, um, they were the one of the few roasters in town, so I think one of like two. And they three. roasted on site, on site, yeah. on site, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I was a whole part of that, like bringing that that roaster on board, and uh-huh. uh, roasted for them for like almost two years, mm-hmm. and then okay. then I left, had a kid, uh, kind of like at that point was like, oh, you know, oh, you got a kid, so you really got to get serious about like gotta, working. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, decided to start my own thing and uh, and that was relevant and that was just like in my garage well i and i was telling you before the podcast started you, you guys are like a staple in vancouver now everyone knows it's and weird. loves relevant no, thank you i appreciate no, that uh, 
But I think a lot of that has to do with this space that you've got now. Because oh, y'all sure. were, this is y'all were small space. and around the corner, yeah. right? Like yeah. for a bit. Like one and a half blocks up the road yep. and uh, little, just a little like 450 square foot, mm-hmm. you know, corner spot. But I love that spot It too. was dope. Just I love that spot Just walking in yeah. and like the, the barista is five yeah. feet from you. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, the, like there was no complications. Yeah. You know, you yeah, walked yeah. in, you gave somebody coffee, they turned around and walked out, and there was kind of <laughs> yeah. had to. There wasn't any space really in there. But. Yeah. Wait, you did want to make a living doing coffee in the right. Pacific Northwest, right? So, yeah. so we had to do something greater than it's. Than what it's crazy to to see you come from Torque, where you're, you know, you're the head roaster, to now what is what relevance become, which is awesome. I mean, you roast on site, you do yep. your own cold yeah. brew on site, yeah. you do. Um, it's just become this kind of focal point and this meeting point in Vancouver. Everyone loves it. I've never met anyone that doesn't love Relevant. So this oh, is the nice. closest place for me to get coffee in the morning with my partner. And we we get up in the morning like let's go get coffee. And you know we're all we all met through Brood and this kind of oh. this thing started there. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really like is how I, you know it might be just because there hasn't had that saturation point that's been hit yet. But it seems like a lot of the local roasters, you guys really support each other. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you know, you talk to each other. In fact, I think around. last time I ran into you was at Brood. Yeah. You're getting some yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cody I mean, you and, and some all the guys at Brood are espionage awesome. and stuff. Like, no, not even. Like, we just, you know, like you're saying, like, we support each other. I think it's, um, like, I would not have been in this business so long if it, if the people that worked in the coffee industry were not as great as they are. They are, like, some of the best people I've ever I've ever worked with. I mean, the industry is huge, and you probably don't know. You know, this is what the average Joe sees is like walking into the coffee shop, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's so mm-hmm. nice in here!" And look at all the like sure. bright, you know, natural light. And I got my cup of coffee, but like, you know, where coffee comes from, like that's yeah. where I get really passionate about mm-hmm. is like the farmers the and source. the yeah. sourcing and. You, you know, oil is the the most traded commodity in the world, and coffee's the second most traded. Commodity I didn't know that. That's, That's crazy, crazy, right? That's really? crazy. It's to think huge. About. So there's this there's this huh. huge industry that supports like this small piece of the pie of what people mm-hmm. see, and you know, most Americans, honestly, it, I think the the numbers pan out to like. 32, 33 percent of of Americans drink coffee like outside of the home. So most people drink coffee in the house. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it that way, and you think about all the coffee that there has to be to, you know, support people's habits, because well, we're in the drug business. Sure. Um, it's not. I was I was joking with my wife. It's we're we're in the drug business, but we're not in the like expensive drug business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get in a, a different drug business. That's true. <laughs> but. <yeah. laughs> but we think about where you know where people where the where the where coffee comes from, you know, and it, it's got to be uh, a, a country between the Tropic of Cancer, the Tropic of Capricorn, yeah. center, you know, equator, mm-hmm. tropical. It's a tropical fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is quite amazing that we get the pit of a cherry and turn it into a beverage. And it's, in, in, it's incredible, a fruit. and it's important to remember that it's a fruit. it really is. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's something I need. And yeah, it comes from yeah. the other side of the world. Yeah. So yeah. Well, speaking day. of which, let's uh, let's try some, yeah. shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, we got lots of cool stuff here. What should oh, we start with the... here? Should we just go from uh, this side now? 
Yeah, so, yeah you got it. And drink your whole glass because we're gonna just use the same glasses. Yep. Sorry, everyone. You're, you're, you're gonna, gonna get caffeinated. I got more. I more, more glasses behind us here. No, no, we're good. Okay, so we're gonna get caffeinated. I hope that's. We're right. gonna get. You can't sleep tonight. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's Friday. Friday. I it's Friday for a reason. So, Mark, I wanted to ask you because. You spend a lot of time in Ben. Mark, I don't know if you know Mark, our producer, uh, the founder of the podcast, uh, okay. owns a woodworking company. He's a woodworker. Um, <coughs> Maple Leaf. Big, big work, work, woodworking. Maple Leaf. Uh, Maple Leaf woodworking. Yeah. yeah. So how's the, and, and you're kind of central Bend, pretty much. Yeah. Um, how's the coffee culture and stuff in Bend? Because I know it, it mirrors Vancouver a lot, and they, they kind of play into <coughs> each other. Um, Portland's kind of outside of that, but I know I know Vancouver and Ben. There's a lot of local coffees, and there's a lot of like working together, and like everyone's kind of in it together. You but, know, there's a lot of really cool um, kind of my, you know, the community that I got to know here was from Brood. You know, that's where we all got to know each other, and so I call it my Brood on the other side of the mountain because uh-huh. uh, Spoken Moto. Mm. And uh, I've so been there. yeah, yeah, uh, coffee. That is a great place. Yeah, great place. It's cool. Motorcycle uh, shop slash coffee shop. And food carts and live music and everything. Um, so that's kind of the hub where I go when I'm on that side of the. There's a cool community there, and uh, who doesn't like to look at motorcycles and good coffee, good food, and the, you know you're in the hub where there's breweries and all sorts of stuff around. But mm-hmm. another coffee company that I go to over there is uh, Simply Organic. Uh, they have a few spots. I don't know if they're specific to Bend, okay, but they do a more organic approach, and they have a spot down in Old Mill. Good Industry. coffee and stuff. Good coffee, good good pastries, everything like that. But right, you know, when I'm here, um, when I'm walking uptown, you know, I come to Relevant. When I'm you know downtown, I go to Brood, and and uh, this has a, you know, Bend is a little more spread out um, more deserty spread out yeah, a little more rural things are close but what's cool about this community in vancouver is you can walk everywhere and yeah. everybody mm-hmm. knows yeah. everybody in in this business it's taking a while to get there i could yeah. and yeah. that's what i've heard um this business is looking out for that business and i heard it hasn't always been that way but it's a very it's a very vibrant, beautiful community and coffee's huge here wow so, so, uh, cheers guys what do we got here All tell right. us what we're drinking yeah we are drinking this. So this is uh, this is one of our, our new products that we're launching. So we just this year launched, well, actually end of last year, launched our uh, our canned cold brew. And so we got four different uh, ones to try here. So this first one here is a collaboration with Ranger Chocolate. And they're a chocolate maker in Portland. Yep. And they're wow. we've been working with them like literally since day you one. You carry their chocolate. We carry here. their chocolate. You we use, use their, their chocolate. Cocoa, their, yep, right? Yep. yep, yep. yep. Ranger chocolate. And there's a lot of synergies between us and them. Like they source their own cacao, they roast it in sight. Okay. It's just like a lot of like really awesome synergies between us and them. And so this is brewed with the byproduct of roasting cacao, which is like husks and nibs and dust. Okay. Okay. And normally this gets like thrown away. So we wanted to brew it. I already took a sip. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> it was. Yeah. That's. Oh, that's good. That's great. I, the, the chocolate. The chocolate. Yeah. yeah. It it's comes through coffee and unsweetened chocolate. It's oh, awesome. My. It comes through immediately. That's really good. This is this is game changing stuff. I love this coffee. That's really good. Is this so? Mm. These. This is a twelve ounce can that you got yeah. there. Yep. Is that equivalent caffeine wise to a twelve ounce drip? Uh, no. No, uh, that's probably a, like two cups of coffee. That's like a that's like so a you feel six it. shots so of espresso. My mom would really <laughs> I need to get this for my mom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so it, say it you're does, in the drug it, business. Let's, it says let's, dark chocolate and toffee notes, and I taste both of those immediately. Oh my god, that's really nice. That's and there's no sugar in there. There's no dairy. Mm-hmm. No. It's like 
five calories for the whole can. So it's like it's coffee and water. And yeah. it's pretty amazing that we can get this and flavor get profile you. through. So what's so what's your process to make that? Super uh, I mean, proprietary. No, things, no, no. Uh, we we've been R and Ding this really cool brewer. Where <coughs> we're, we're taking technology from you know extraction industry and applying it with coffee. Okay. So okay. we're working with a manufacturer up in uh, Salmon Creek Glacier Tanks, and um, we've been kind of piecing together this this monstrosity of a machine and um, science. science. You're doing science. Yeah. I so what it. normally would take eighteen to twenty four hours, we can do in forty <coughs> minutes. Wow. Yeah. Pretty pretty. Awesome. And those are the yeah. the machines back there that we were yeah, looking we at. Would, yeah. Wow. I didn't. I, I didn't even know. I didn't know you were science in this. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm a full disclosure. I'm an environmental engineer. Okay. I'm, I'm into a lot of like unit processes mm -hmm. and filtration mm -hmm. systems and stuff like that. Uh, one of the things about water quality worldwide is you can tell where people were by sampling the lakes and the rivers and testing for caffeine. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And <laughs> there are very few places throughout the world that don't have trace amounts of caffeine. Wow. Interesting. In, in the in the fresh water. <laughs> That's crazy. Just because, you know, wastewater treatment plants, they don't they don't treat for that. No. They're not no. filtering up. They're caffeine. not filtering the caffeine. <laughs> no. no. That's why the fish are harder to catch. See, now. that's why ah, if you go yeah, find a little yeah. harder. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, let's go down the line here. Let's go so down the line. Yeah. This playing is, with uh, uh, playing with uh, other kind of yeah. this is nitro. That's right? nitro. So let me see that one here. Let's, yeah, you need uh, to shake it. Little shake. Okay. Right? Yeah. I I love your your nitro on tap. That's what I always get when I come right. in here. Yeah. Um, that or Italian. It's all right. It's all right. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. And we are going to be wired. You, wired. you are going to be wired. Yeah. yeah. So. Hopefully we'll get the nitro effect. Yeah, it's coming out slowly. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. you can see it. It's, it's coming out. We get a little cream on the top there. Yeah, if we put all of this into one mm -hmm. can or one cup, oh, it would no. come to the for top sure. There. So you brew all of this on site right here on Main Street. Yep. In, yep. In downtown uh, Vancouver. Next. In, in this space right here yep. behind yeah. us. Yeah. And do you can it here as well? Can it here as well? Yeah. Is, is that not incredible? That it's is. Awesome. He gave us so a tour. So how long did it take for you to get this space? Because you, you know you've you've had your history with Torque, yeah, you had sure. your spot up the block. Like, what did what did it really take for you to decide that like mm -hmm. I need I need all of these things? And could you see location. it when you walked into here? So yeah, you know I grew up in a uh, a construction family. So oh, my okay. dad was a general contractor, and I've I've worked with him when I was a kid. And we've taken spaces and transformed them from you know you know, one, one idea to another. Hmm. Um, he's built some restaurants and stuff. So I kind of have this eye for being able to tell, like I walked in here and- You're not intimidated by what is- No, no, like I know can what can build. be, right? Okay. And so yeah. this was, uh, okay. this was, this was really kind of this sad uh, office space with cubicles and all these- all Oh, these I never gave it a second exist. look. I yeah. never gave it a second yeah. look. Whenever. Well, there was no glass here. The glass wasn't here. It wasn't here. No. It was oh. these like panels. All yeah, the panels. panels. was terrible. The storefront was here. The weird the, colored panels. No glass. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, walking in here and looking at the place and I'm like, oh my gosh, there is storefront basically from the floor to the ceiling. And there was a drop ceiling in here too. So I could see the storefront went above the drop ceiling. Oh my gosh. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, if we put glass in. That's gonna be a, totally open this place up, and and again there was this was an office, so it, you know, I mean, 
there was blue carpet and oh yeah just yeah. it was pretty hideous i can't believe you got rid of the blue carpet I was, I, 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 I was like, <laughs> there's still some of the back uh, <laughs> some of this is original we, yeah we my, my dad and i we sanded yeah we oh, the floor pulled all the was this under the carpet I'm, this to everybody the carpet, who's yeah. watching this yeah. i'm sorry but this is a beautiful space and really we've got is. a limited ability they to can, showcase that right now but it is it is gorgeous it is very light to come in here and get your morning coffee on yeah. a winter's day. When Definitely the sunniest, sunniest coffee shop. It feels good. You guys always make sure to have plants in here. Right. It feels very, very inviting. Very so that's warm. part of, you know, my philosophy for coffee. I think you need to have, like, a nice, open, airy, natural light. That like, you so go back cool. to our other space, and it was only 450 square feet. Yeah. But we had huge windows yeah. and tall ceilings. Enormous, and it yeah. felt open. And it sure did. Right? It did. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I wouldn't have built this place out unless it had the same kind of feeling. Even like meeting with people in your in your space, which I used to all the time in your old space, um, it never felt like anyone could hear your conversations because it was, the ceilings were yeah, so tall. Yeah, it's great. Like it, you never felt listened to. And now you have this huge space, which is amazing. And like I said, <coughs> the, the sunniest coffee shop in Vancouver. And I love this this kind of like false wall that you built right here at the window. Was that your idea? That like, was. Uh, it's, Great. It, I it is. Demystify the, process. the roasting process. Yeah. Yeah. I love so it. like, you know, I love breweries. Yeah. I love distilleries. Yeah. I love. I love. Directly to my left and, is the roaster. Yeah. And, and I'll you can it, see I'll it, it through a wall that is appropriate for having employees over. That's. But it's all glass. That's, that's, that's a fishbowl, actually. So. That's. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate that. It could be. It is a. It's a love hate relationship. Guess uh, what? You're roasting at 10 a.m. Oh man. I love, I love that it kind of opens the, what do they say, opens the Komodo? Is that not a good prank? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think it's cool. Think that's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, he did um, say demystify, so I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can you open it up, let people see what what is a coffee roaster. I mean, when I was a kid, I had no idea that coffee was a fruit. I literally thought it was a bean that was like dug out of the ground. I mean, yeah. that brown bean that, you know, has a funky taste. But I think that's just because... We don't grow coffee here except for Hawaii, right? And sure. we grow lots of corn. You ask any American, like, what's a year of corn look like? And they'll, they can describe it to you. But you ask anybody what, you know, what's, what a, coffee a, what's a coffee plant, plant, plant look like? And you get a bunch of, you know, yeah. uh, doe-eyed, you know. That would be an interesting deer in the headlight look. Yeah. Um, to so, have kids like draw what a coffee plant looks like. Because <laughs> right. you probably get all sorts. I think I would draw fuzzy <laughs> shit. I mean, crazy so it says the tasting notes are berries, coconut. This is Ethiopia. Ethiopia natural Ooh, process. Okay. Uh, yeah. The tasting notes are berries, cocoa, and adventurous. Yeah. Is a tasting. Note. I think this is one of my favorites. Mm. So I didn't show you the last. Wow. That was awesome. Ooh, you can taste those berries. No yeah. doubt. Wow. So you said you said a natural process. Natural process. Yeah. This is something that uh, Cody at Brew has talked to me about. Okay. Can you All describe right. the difference? Sure. Sure. Like what is what does it mean when you say a natural process? So so the two main types of uh, coffee processed coffee. Now coffee is a fermented food. Yep. Right. Okay. Okay. That's the complexity of the flavor profile of coffee comes from fermentation. Mm -hmm. uh, the two main processes that you get, and there are there are several in between, but you have like mostly washed and natural. So natural, mm -hmm. yeah, as we know, like if you go to the grocery market, it says natural, and you're like, what's that mean? Then, then yeah, it, yeah, sure. It applies to coffee. <laughs> does not apply to coffee at all. So um, a natural process and a, and a wash. They pick the cherry, 
in a natural and they put it on, they leave the cherry intact and they put it on these big like raised um, drying beds that could yep. be, you know, 50 meters long. Mm -hmm. And so like a big frame with like yep. a metal grid, metal grid or yep. something. Yeah, because it's the airflow on both the bottom okay. and the top. Yeah. And yeah, they only that. layer it up like, you know, eight cool. or 10 inches. They'll turn it and mix it and they'll keep the fermentation under control that way. But the fermentation happens inside the skin so the fruit of the cherry. Right. You have the natural okay. yeasts that are floating in the air. You have the sugars gotcha. from the fruit. If you go to apple orchard, um, you know, late in the season and the apples have fallen to the ground, it smells like apple cider vinegar. Because yeah. those apples are fermenting on the ground in sure. their own skin. That's the same thing with the you coffee. You ever seen a drunk bird? Totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it happens from, it from eating fermented fruit. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so, okay, so that process allows so it is washed the so opposite washed, of natural? Right. Well, it being that it is picked and then it goes into, you know, giant uh, processing like plant and it goes through a big machine called depulper that basically strips the fruit from Tumbles the seed. Tumbles it through. And yeah, 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 it just strips the fruit from the seed. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have the, the raw seed. And at that point, that seed goes into a, usually it's like a big open pit. Mm -hmm. And again, the natural yeasts in the air and the, the, the fruit that's still binded to the, that are bound to the seed is the, the fuel for the oh, fermentation. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, but you so, don't have the bulk of the rest you don't of the, have the fruit rest of the like fruit, they right? do in that in And you gotta realize like a coffee cherry is nothing like a, like a, a rainier cherry or a Bing cherry mm -hmm. that we are, we experience. Like those are mostly the flesh of the, the fruit. When you eat a rainier cherry, they're delicious. The mm -hmm. seed is really small and you have a lot of fruit like flesh by itself. Sure. A coffee cherry is mostly coffee seed with a very small amount of fruit and then a really thick skin. Mm. So okay. it's, okay. um, there's not a lot of, you know, fruit there to, you wouldn't, you wouldn't just go and be like, mm, coffee cherries and-, and No, for sure, for yeah. sure. It's all, it's all seed. I love this. Ethiopian. But there's clearly enough there to promote very the fermentation. Good, Cause good. if yes. you manage yeah. to strip the seed out from the flesh, there would, there's, fermentation needs a little bit of sugar, yep, right? Yep. Like, and that is the reason why it's fermented is because the, the, the flesh is bound to the seed with what's called mucilage. Oh. It's this super sticky, a pectin, high pectin, God. and you couldn't even scrape that off with your finger. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you need to ferment it. As soon as it's fermented, then it just sloughs right off and you have the seed in uh, what's called parchment, <laughs> which is like a protective that's why it's substance. natural. Can you make coffee out of beans that haven't gone through the, per the fermentation process? I like if you put a belt sander to that motherfucker and get <laughs> sticky shit off? <laughs> right? Like, no, for real. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I've never tried that. <laughs> Jeremiah, you gotta maybe, start a coffee maybe, shop. Maybe. <laughs> Jeremiah's belt I don't know. No, I'm not. <laughs> like I said, the complexity comes from the fermentation, just like in you know sauerkraut and beer. And so why would you avoid that? Yeah, anyway? that's where the good stuff. Yeah, comes why would from, you so. avoid it? Yeah, mm. uh, there is a process called a honey process, and that is uh -huh. like the least fermented, and it does have a kind of a more unique flavor. Okay. Um, not as and you know not as crazy as like the natural naturals. Are the uh, mm. the the highest risk and the highest reward coffees out there because okay. fermentation can go from like really good to like really bad. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. over fermented coffee can taste like like animal flesh and yeah. you know and like beef and like oh, motor really? oil and huh. all these different you know. Those aren't the tasting notes you. No, those aren't the notes that you lacquered. You know. <laughs> those don't come. Those don't follow your <laughs> When the soccer moms go to town, you don't want that. This is beefy. But okay, so this is this is really beefy. This is a natural process. This is Ethiopian a natural, yeah. single origin bean. 
Yep, yep. This is our um, one of the coffees that we bring in from a importer that specializes in Ethiopian coffees. I love it. I think so. That's... You make sure to work through people who are supplying. You talked absolutely. earlier about the supply process, yeah, so, so and important. I think you meant to imply the ethics that are behind uh, absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. But I think it's important to spell that out a little bit. Well, thank you. You're taking the words right out of my mouth. Then, I, uh, it is important. It is. It is vastly important. Being that coffee is not something that we produce in the U.S., mm-hmm. it's produced in many different countries. You know, there are. Uh, labor and economic forces that are unique to each coffee-producing country, mm-hmm. and each country has its own struggle. But you know, you have you have very large uh, multinational corporations that have kind of artificially kept the price of coffee really low because mm-hmm. that impacts their bottom line when they are able to buy really cheap coffee. So much so that coffee hasn't really kept pace with the cost of production, mm. and so. It's you know, undervalued totally, in terms of well, commodity. To the point now where, it, <coughs> it, in many instances, it actually costs more to produce than they can sell it for. Okay. And so, so somebody's getting the shit out oh, of that. Yeah, stick, yeah. Like, and hmm. I've been in the, I've been roasting for 14 years and kind of paying attention to it for that long. Sure. And you know, 14 years ago, just getting into the roasting part of of, of coffee and, and learning about where coffee comes from, um, you know, I'm hearing like, oh. There's this, this kind of slow-moving crisis of cost and what they can mm. produce it and how much they can sell it for. And, you know, fast forward to today and with the pandemic exacerbating, like, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I just got, um, I just talked to one of my importers that was in Guatemala and she was telling me, she's like, I didn't realize it was as bad as it is, you know? Like, mm. we're paying record high prices in, for these coffees mm-hmm. because of somewhat of the pandemic. But you know, thinking that that money that we're spending goes directly to uh, farms, but it, that's right. not the case. It's even you know those labor those labor shortages that we have here are also in Guatemala, and um, they're having to pay twice, three times for the same amount of labor to pick the coffee. And so, I mean, this is all because what's that things. process like? Somebody literally yeah. has to go to this plant yeah. and pick it, yeah. each mm-hmm. individual right. fruit. As right, it, it grows on tree. Yeah, and it grows in clusters. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the unique thing about coffee as it as it ripens, it doesn't ripen in clusters. So hmm. you'll have a cluster of like unripe, half ripened, and fully ripened cherries. Oh, and so you got to come back and you got to go like three different times. So it's the same not tree. you can't just roll a machine just, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. there's no robot that does. Well, and you're talking about like size of mountains, right? So yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. going to be yeah. rolling yeah. machine. Very true. There's only one origin, yeah. and that's Brazil. Their elevation in certain areas are like mostly on like a plateau, and okay. they can they got flat coffee growing land, and they can do machines. Mm-hmm. But they're they are pulling all the cherry at once, and oh, okay. you know you are generally you have to hunt for really high quality because sure. of that problem. You know that they're not getting the gotcha. ripest of the cherries. So if you start out at, from a quality perspective, yeah. you're inevitably going to be confronted with your sourcing oh, and yeah. how you work through that. Right, and you want to source from good quality farms, yeah. groups that you know are focusing on you know, doing the right things, treating the land well, treating the environment well, um, and also, like their people, like who they hire and sure. yeah. how much they're paying. I mean, it wages. supports the community. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're a part of Make a lot sure of these farmers are the you know, have the the schools for the kids and have you know medical care for mm-hmm. you know whole towns. Like you might have a coffee producing town 
where they have like a co-op where they bring all their their coffee cherry to and they can process them and sell them oh, okay but yeah you know those co-ops might be supporting healthcare in their town sure they might be supporting schooling in the town so you know it is a it's a very interconnected product it and it really does lift you know impoverished impoverished communities sure up. you know yeah. coffee can bring a whole community sure uh, if you go about it yeah. Right, yeah right if you're not trying to get the lowest price possible yeah. I think it's uh, it's it's quite quite a cool commodity okay so we're gonna move away from the the brilliance of just a single origin natural wonderful brew and now now y'all have done something with this one so another one of our collaborations um, we've been working with these guys for a few years now. Uh, so this is a collaboration with Bull Run Distilling. Okay. Um, Where are they located? They're in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. So they make some awesome whiskey. Um, this is a process uh, that we kind of, well, it, there's, there is whiskey coffee on the market. I'm not yeah. saying we pioneered it. Um, but we came up with this washing process. Okay. Uh, for aging the coffee, uh, in imparting the whiskey note to whiskey? the coffee. So there is no whiskey in this. This is yeah, all sure. this is all um, done prior to roasting, and then when we roast it, we get up to four hundred plus degrees. Ooh, does it come so, through though? Oh yeah. This is prior to roasting. This is prior to roasting. That's amazing. Now that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, uh, so we do a lot of things with with uh, well beer, right? Like yeah. This Ooh. this group has done a lot of. And people age beer in various casks all yep, the time. Yep. But you're telling me this is just like raw ingredients before you get yep. there? The raw, the raw <laughs> green coffee, what we get in uh, prior, and then prior to roasting, we Fun. do the washing process. Yeah, that's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you can it's smell you, the whiskey. It's unique. It's really unique. So yeah, it's super unique. Prior to roasting, yeah, you definitely won't. No alcohol would no, survive. No, 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 so, no. This is. So you guys science. But the flavors are it. It's, it's awesome, right? Science. It's science. <laughs> is what it is. This is wild. Yeah. Pseudo science. Pseudo science. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. We just like we just like fucking around. <laughs> yeah. I Clearly. Love it. Oh, that was. Ah. That's really good. That yeah. is really, really good. good. That is really good. Yeah. It's not overpowering. It's still mm -hmm. still coffee, but it's got that nice, you know, vanilla. You can taste the the tannins. It's, oh yeah. Yeah, it's for sure. It's pretty amazing how from each one you could taste the specific notes, like from the uh, dark chocolate to the berries to the whiskey. I mm. mean, it's but it's not overpowering, but it's there and it's just right? subtle, but yeah. it's nice. It helps so much it's to sit down with someone can who be, knows though. coffee. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know yeah. it's there, but it's not like oh, that's it's. So what what's behind that is or is is that like because if you're doing that with beer right you're using different strands of hops right, you might be right. using different yeast what is it about the coffee plant that'll give you those distinct notes like it's, a Honduran versus an Ethiopian sure. I think it's a multitude of things um, one processing influences flavor so much so okay. if it's a washed or a natural like that's a huge sure. I, I've ha I've had uh, experiments where we've had like processing sets where it's the same coffee just processed different ways huh. okay. and then we'll roast it and you'd be like oh my gosh I can't believe that's the same coffee because it's really? completely different because okay. you know the fermentation just really does that drives the flavor profile especially with whiskey right whiskey. and so uh, but then beyond that um, you know coffee is not one varietal it's many varietals and many hybrids yeah. um, and there are 
there are heirloom varietals that are just like a tomato. Like there's air, like sure, heirloom sure, tomato, sure, 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 delicious, sure. right? Store bought yeah. tomato, not great. Yeah, I, I'll pass. Um, coffee heirloom varietals can be just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same there's plant, same classification. Sure. Yep. Just there are varietals that are hybridized to survive uh, a, a fungus called coffee rust, which is just it really can't decimate a, a crop. Um, so there are, you know, um, I think it's called like a, a Sarchimore mm-hmm. is a varietal that is more resistant to coffee rust. So they have done hybridization of like different varietals to with the with that particular coffee in order to, to gotcha. survive the rust okay. and still produce something that tastes good. Because gotcha. there are other you know, some varietals taste better than others. Yeah. And that will influence the flavor. And then, you know, finally I think it's gonna be like soil elevation, environment, assumption, environment stuff how like much that. rain it's getting. Yeah. Sure. I know that like stress on a coffee plant will definitely influence the quality of the cherry because hmm. if it's a, if it's stressed out, the plant's gonna put a lot of effort into growing the fruit. Oh, See, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like some other kind of fruit plants, you yep. almost want to stress yep. them out. Yep. Like a good wine producing region is one that typically makes the grapes really fight for it, right? right. So mm-hmm. like exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, really high elevation where it's like hot during the day and cold at night can usually huh. get some really great, um, hey. you know. Think about that, y'all. Right. And you have well, a good morning coffee. Let's get into so to a different type on, of collaboration. On, on, <laughs> on top of you guys making amazing coffee, and, and we just tried your cold brew, but obviously you have a full menu of coffees and, and lattes and everything that you do. Incredible that you pastries, shop. too. Pastries. Super good pastries. Mark's Indeed. a big pastry, pastry guy. Um, <laughs> but uh, even just Guilty. stopping in here, like I said, I always get Italiano or a, a nitro cold brew whenever I stop in here and stuff. But the time that you guys put into the time and the care, into timing your shots, into doing everything the right way is incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate that. There's a lot of effort that goes into that. And you know, a lot yeah. of that's behind the scenes and nobody sees it, but I think you can taste it when you come in. Yeah, here. yeah. One yeah, of the things I really like is no matter who's behind the counter here, I get the same uh, quality of product. product. Yeah. yeah. From the customer service to sure. whatever ends up awesome. in my cup, from whatever I yep. ask for, from the moment I walk in the door. No way. And that is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Like no. that, we t- I try so hard to it's a big train deal. our staff so that, you know, I was, I was, I, I, I joke that we are a uh, hospitality company that just has a coffee problem. Because you know, oh, that's a good way to look at it actually. Because <laughs> that's what we're in the business of. We're in the business yeah. of Can you know being a, being a community partner and, and opening our doors to yeah. our you know our neighborhood and and um, speaking of that, uh, we're we're diving in here. You do some collabs with some different breweries wow. and different people. Yeah, um, this one, uh, talk a little bit about this collab that you did. Who is this with? Uh, this is with Brothers, Brothers, yeah, Brothers Cascadia. Cascadia. Yeah, they're okay. awesome. Have you guys done a podcast with them? Not yet, oh, but we have tried a too. lot of their beers on our podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, we love those guys. Yeah, they're awesome. We love them too. Uh, so this is the uh, Shadow People. Yeah. This is a uh, porter with oh. our coffee. There's a lot of coffee in this too. This is like super this heavy. 5.8%, y'all. It's not... It's not so bad. It is a coffee forward porter. It very oh, that is good though. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, shadow, shadow people. Shadow people, yeah. Shadow people. 
Let's show this. Let's show this. Get up there. Put it up there for the people, for the for the non-shadow people. There you go. Y'all check it out. You see this? Wherever beer is sold around, especially around here. That is fair. That really good. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Cascadia, Tap Union, Ben's Bottle Shop, Mercury Bunny Beer. Cheers. 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 They do such a good job with beer, and it's so fun to collaborate. You know, we really put a lot of effort into our, our product, and we just, I really enjoy working with other makers that are as passionate in their industry that I am in mine. That's a good that's way to cool. put it. That's cool. So that's, like, yeah. going back to what we were talking about, how, you know, the coffee roaster community here is really supportive. It extends beyond that. Like, oh, yeah. you've got partners all over the place. Mm -hmm. People are really willing, I have found, here in Vancouver, which is one of the reasons we want to highlight all of y'all and make a big deal out of this is yeah. it is incredible how supportive this community is in terms of to each other yeah, yeah the reciprocal kind of support that people give to anything out here and crossing those boundaries between not just coffee shops are supportive but the fact that you're collabing with these different um, breweries and stuff and like uh, you know you see little Conejo that's collabing with Pete you guys yeah we've done uh, we did that uh, so we took one of their mezcal partners okay. that they work with that brings in a, um, some mezcal. We did a mezcal similar to the that uh, wash process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. yeah. And that was really good. Yeah, yeah that sounds took, good. And we took like a you know Oaxacan mezcal and paired it with a Oaxacan coffee. And yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, right. And they're like they're specialized in Oaxacan food. It was just yeah. really cool. It was that's like so awesome. many layers, right? That's <laughs> so fun. That's right. so great. I love it, and that's encouraging because that's what we try to do anyway: is to build bridges between business owners and stuff in, in downtown Vancouver. Um, and that was the whole point that when Mark came up with the podcast, is like, let's just highlight these companies, let's build some bridges. He did that, um, he, and he did that. Yes. But the fact that you like you. it, you guys are doing that. Like it, it happened, and it takes yeah. one business walking into another business and and being friends with Oh, them we're doing stuff. a showcase of what's going on. <laughs> that's all awesome. the ones doing. Yeah, yeah you're right? doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's awesome. Really cool. That there, I'm looking forward to the day where cool. I can have like a Oaxacan chocolate mezcal Maybe a uh, coffee facial mask. Nitro, <laughs> nitro coffee facial mask. As I'm getting a permanent eyebrow tattoo oh, while yeah. suspended from uh, yeah. at the source. Somehow got to bring climbing into it. There are a lot of, <laughs> speaking cool. of, there are a lot of beauty shops, hairdressers, yeah. uh, barbers in Vancouver. A lot. More than I've ever seen in I've, such a small little geographic crazy. area. It's it's working. If you need uh, if you need your eyebrows, I've never seen a bad haircut work. come out of one. So I'll tell it's you working. What, people around people here have been prettier, here, man. Yeah. yeah, everyone here has good haircuts. Look at your hair. You got a haircut recently? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I got it cut four times on the way here tonight. <laughs> so. Just walking by business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll go a little shorter. <laughs> a little shorter. <laughs> come on in. Uh, okay. um, no, that's awesome. That's, and Jeremiah, you, your hair was long. We so we weren't. We didn't do a podcast last month. We did a oh, event we called did. January. That's right. Um, and we, we did it at Brick House, which right you can see oh, from you here. Can see it, yeah. Which you can see from here. Yeah. They also um, have our. Uh, they got our, our nitro uh, cold brew on draft. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Randy yeah. Johnson could probably throw a baseball from here. Yeah, he probably could. Yeah, but I. Could. Um, 
Is I, that is that does that cross the line? Is that downtown? That's not no man land. Oh, that's no man. Between between Mill Plains and Fifteenth, that's Midtown. That's 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 oh, what we call it. It. So <laughs> for your best Midtown music club, so we did. we did do we did January. Yeah, we had seven bands, eight bands. Six or seven bands. Uh, seven seven bands. Seven bands. Seven bands. Yeah. By the time wow. it's all said and done. That's awesome. Amazing. To benefiting Dollar Four, which you guys know if you listen to the podcast, it's our That's friends right. who pay off medical bills. Jared for, Walker. Yep. Crushes um, medical. Crushes medical debt. bills. I think it's medical debt. Um, collected a lot of money for them we to be able really to do that. Really did, and I, you know, talk about a collaborative yeah. thing. No. <clears throat> Brothers Cascadia and Lewitt helped us out, and mm-hmm. each donated a keg. And then Brickhouse was kind enough to let us have all these bands perform, and and all, all the bands the, donated the time. All the all wow. the bands donated the time. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was an amazing show. Awesome. That is that it was, was awesome. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was great, man. And there were fun. so many good acts, and some people just rocked, and some people were chill. It was fantastic. Yeah. But at the end of the whole ordeal, mm-hmm. I think uh, we made somewhere between two thousand and twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think it was about twenty five hundred, and that equals out to almost. Wouldn't that be about fifty thousand in medical bills? He, so he's one of the thing that Jared's organization <clears throat> manages gotta, to do. You gotta give uh, Jared is my contact information. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah. Like a good but the way he flexes it, like his office his, is only a couple blocks up too. So he, he has a uh, fifty dollars for every dollar donated. Mm. He's able to leverage that. Wow. With how with how he operates, man. That's pretty rad. So yeah, if I mean if if uh, if that event was able to put two thousand twenty five hundred dollars together. Twenty five hundred dollars out I of mean, two kegs and we're talking wow. a good hundred hundred twenty five thousand dollars in terms of crushing medical debt. So thank you, Vancouver. If you came you out that up. night and, and that's the uh, first you event. showed up for January, we're gonna try to do another one in the summer. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a we'll reason. Let Mark, we'll let Mark plan it out. Because <laughs> that's what he does best. Because that's what he does best. So to, tell us uh, about this one. This yeah. is uh, a collaboration with Trapdoor. I love this. Which, uh, Trapdoor is like Trapdoor's just right up the block, right? Yeah. Yep. Great guys. Yeah, also great guys. on Main Street. Yep. Another awesome yeah. brewery. They are yep. definitely on town. So this is a Ooh. stout. This is a breakfast stout. It's got coconut, chocolate, and coffee in it. I can taste that. Yeah. Is this a menu, man? I usually just get a... Can I come here and get this uh, this steamer? This is after. This is, you know, you gotta know the right door to knock on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So you can. can, This is a morning beer. (laughs) If I, uh, what is that coming? Four point eight. Blessings to travelers. Our boys in red. So if I come and ask for a coconut steamer, will I get this? <laughs> <laughs> what do, yeah, what do we got here? If I hit a wig. Yeah. Johnny, tell us what's on the can. What's the stats on this bad boy? Okay, so the stats on this bad boy, we got 6.2. Oh, that's breakfast. Uh, it's a 6.2, so that, that'll wake you up for taste, breakfast or put you back to sleep. I love it says best by 11 a.m. because it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so it, it is true. <laughs> it's a morning beer. Um, right so on. it's a coffee, coconut, tropical breakfast stout. Contains uh, lactose. Best by 11 a.m. I love that. Dude, Trapdoor, all their stuff, and shout out to Zeppelin Media because I know they do a lot oh, of yeah, their, their cans and stuff right. like that. So um, Michael and those guys over there, amazing, amazing people. Uh, this is a great. This is a tasty beer. Woo! 
Yeah, man. Really Can you taste uh, that coconut? Oh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of flavors going on in here. There's a lot of flavors. Yeah. Coconut's roasted, eh? Mm. That's good. But very breakfast. So how does that work? Do you supply just uh, cold brew to them? Yeah, like, yeah. So we work <clears> with them. Um, a lot of times our our cold our brewer for our cold brewery will work with um, the brewer for the, the beer brewery. We'll figure and out. they'll collaborate on a recipe and talk about what kind of coffee they want and okay. what kind of flavor profile they're looking for for the coffee. And, um, and then, you know, most recently we've done... Uh, collaboration <laughs> with uh, Ex Novo. Um, oh, yeah, they did a wonderful organization. Oh, awesome, awesome guys. Great beers. Love um, Ex Novo. Yeah, love those I wish we had a example to share today because I would love to share that beer with you. It's super good. Uh, but we drank it all. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> so good. In fact, it was very good. Uh, uh, yeah, they're uh, another give back. So this is a really ones. rad beer, though. What we got? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's finish uh, this is. This is a collaboration with a brewery up in Seattle, Urban Family. And they, oh, they're awesome. So they make a lot of sours. Um, okay. And a lot of just really great beers. Their beers are awesome. This is one that I'm, I'm worried about because it's it's not worried about it, but it just seems like a strange So mix. wait, this is a sour? 6.5% uh, sour, yeah. So it is a raspberry sour with cold brew. Whoa. With and, cold brew. And, it, and it's... Uh, it's bottle aged, so like the you know the, the oh, bugs are in here yeah, and they've yeah. been doing their thing. Sure, sure, sure. And, wow! So it's it's, it's, it's pretty tasty. Back to your natural process. And, uh, Ooh, look at the Ooh, color. Ooh, pretty yeah. color. So nice. this is a super fun one. We did this in the summer, so we've had these bottles for, for like I don't know eight months. So oh. I need to floss after this. I am <laughs> wired right now. So you're like no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, let's. We're used to, y'all, yeah, we're used to doing it's already wines and beers and ciders. Do you, I, I you drove do here. five shots home. of cold brew, babe? I'm, I'm running home. I'm glad I rode my hey, bike. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh-wee. Oh, I actually, that, that smells fantastic. So, uh, I can, can smell, there are coffee yeah. notes oh, yeah. on the top of the rest. Now that oh. is good. Whoa. It's super good. You can get the coffee notes in the, in the, the first taste. Mm. I that's really good. No, that's no, super no. refreshing. I'm very impressed. Yeah, it's, and it's, you can tell it's fermented right there. It's, oh, it's really wow. really good. Yeah, that's very. Good. I, I like. I'd like to say that this is a. It's kind of like like a chocolate covered raspberry truffle. Mm. Ooh, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking to yeah. myself like, if this were a if this were a bonbon, I would. Mm. I would send it to my mom on her birthday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is a fantastic bon bon to your mom. This is a fantastic collaboration. I, I want to do this one again because it's just so good. Well, that's great. Yeah. So you start I was with about it too, but it's great. You start with the coconut great. in the morning, and then after a lunch <laughs> dessert, you go to this one. Yeah, yeah. It, not at night. This, this is back to the day. shadow people. <laughs> Uh, we call this uh, what? uppers and downers. <laughs> that could be in its own podcast. There, oh yeah! Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, Start with coffee and with beer. We're well aware. <laughs> and downers. I, I have a I have a hat that's I have a pin in it, and it's uh, you know it's the kind of the peace sign or whatever, and it just says beer, coffee. And it's from this yeah. northwest. It's that's the northwest uh, speedball. Well, Shot of espresso in it. Well, that's this has been a, a very enlightening podcast. I've learned more about coffee today than I. I've learned a lot. A lot. I'm sorry, my phone is going off in the other. Oh, okay. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, I told you like it. It's your wife going. Where the heck are you? Probably. Right yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you? What do you want to do next? 
Mm. Good question. That is a good question. You know, I just want, I just like having fun. You know, I think like being in this industry for as long as I have and why I've stuck with for so long because you know I'm kind of dabbling in other stuff and I always find myself going back to coffee. I just have so much damn fun. Yeah, yeah. it's just a fun, <clears throat> fun industry. Getting to talk to people every day. Get, getting to see somebody's uh, like mood change after they get a cup yeah. of coffee in the morning. It's yeah. so it's so fun. Yeah. It's so rad. Like you know, yeah. knowing that you're influencing somebody's day, you're making it better. It really um, does make the day better. It does. Yeah, you, you are like the Willy Wonka of, right? of the morning. I, I mean, that's why like relevant is named relevant in. It's so hot. <laughs> coffee. I'm bringing it back, it right? Yeah. Uh, it's you really it's relevant for people's lives, right? It's, it's like it's for me. First thing I think about when I wake up is like, oh, I stumble to the coffee maker, and I got two kids, so I don't I don't have some fancy elaborate system at home. Sure. I just have like a push button coffee maker yeah. where like yeah, yeah I gotta yeah. get them dressed and out the door and, yeah. and on the bus, and then I gotta get to work. So yeah. it's you know functionality at my house and. Uh, but but for I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. That like when I wake up, it's like oh, brew some coffee. Like how relevant is coffee to my life? There, I can tell you. You know, I can count on two hands how many relationships have started. You know, in in a coffee shop. I got people that have come back like on their wedding day and say like, oh, our first date was at relevant. Oh, coffee. oh so that's, rad. That's, 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 that's perfect. There's connections made over coffee that is just. There's no other industry like this. It's a really fun, fun industry to be in. That's Good. really beautiful, well, man. That's really and and judging if you're not by, bored with it and the product that you got, yeah, please do keep doing it. And, and judging by the way the moves that you've made since you know I met you as the the head roaster at Torque to this what you've built through Relevant and with this whole thing, I'm, I'm sure the future has a lot in store for you. Yeah, thanks. And, uh, you know, we'll always be here to support you in the morning with our... I appreciate you guys. Thank you. As always, we're going to close with the Underberg. Yeah. Right Unclose it to help the digestion. Mm. Here we go. Salud. And thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're Vancouver Podcast. Come and check out Relevant. Uh, what we didn't mention, where is, oh, where is Relevant? Main Street and McLaughlin. Main Street and 17th Street. 17th Street. <coughs> Yeah. 17th Ooh, Street. Google But you can't come by here and not see it. Yeah. You will you will see the people sitting outside inside. It's a bright place. It's a wonderful place to hang out. It's yeah. a good place to get your coffee and pass on through. Now thank you guys for, thank for you. highlighting relevant today. And well, absolutely. That's I'm an, it's honor, honestly, Johnny, you know, like I said, we known we known we met each other a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And to, you know, Full circle. Full circle. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, so. it is awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys. Thank and, you. And thank you so much for joining us today. We know it's a long podcast, but hopefully you learned something about the coffee industry and uh, how it's made. If you have any other questions, come ask this guy. Yeah. If you want to see how the sausage made. Good night. <laughs> that was a spicy one. <laughs> Woo! Uh, that's, that's good. I like that stuff.